Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Hutsmo Black Forum. Here we do it bigger, we do it better, we do it longer, and out of necessity, we'll do it louder than anyone out here. So relax. Here's your host, Hutsmo Black. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum. Hey, we're getting out on on time this evening, yeah. We can start it on time here. What is it, January eleventh, twenty fourteen? Well, this new year's <laughs> hey, don't get me started. This new year's moving right along, y'all. This is our second show this year. Happy New Year, everybody. I you know what, I was ready to get rid of uh twenty thirteen, y'all. Looking forward to uh, this new year. Welcome to the Hushmo Black Forum, y'all, where our motto is to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer. Not in the session, sometimes we'll do it louder than anybody out here on Blog Talk, y'all. Hey, we, we come to you on Blog Talk. Uh, that's over the Internet, y'all. Yeah. Catch us on uh, at Blog Talk uh, Radio 4 slash uh, Hushmo Dash Black. That's where you can catch us at on on, on the Internet. One of the several places you can catch us. Follow us on our uh, web page, hushmoblack.com. That's H-U-S-H-M-O-B-L-A-C-K, hushmoblack.com. Follow, uh, mark that, uh, mark that site in your favorites, show. We're going to be uh, doing some exciting things from that site this year. Mainly selling my book, my new book, yeah. <laughs> hey. Hey, the Hushmo, uh, the Hushmo got uh, the author's copy of uh, my new book, uh, Racism and Hate in American Reality. Uh, I'm looking excited. It looks like it'll be out there within the next week or so. Yeah, we 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 uh, we got the author's copy here. Looking at it now, uh, uh, this thing ain't ain't. Uh, drop yet, but we really is really looking good here. So next week or so, we're gonna have it out there for you all. I want everybody to buy a copy. We trying to <laughs> we trying to set a record the first quarter, y'all. We want to set a record with our with our book. Yeah, go to hushboblack dot com. Now that's where you'll be able to buy it at three ninety nine for the uh, digital ebook version. Or you'll be able to buy it uh, at Amazon.com or Barnes or Barnes and Noble, any, anywhere on the Internet. But uh, go to my site, uh, HushmoBlack.com. We're going to have it posted there. Uh, have a nice little uh, button for you to, to to hit, and you can uh, buy it right from that site, HushmoBlack.com. Follow us on Facebook from that page and like us, like us out there on Facebook, yeah. Yeah, we're looking at. Uh, we're excited about uh, getting out there uh, promoting our uh, new book. Boy, it seemed to be right where the conversation is at with this uh, this uh, income inequality and uh, conversation that's going on in the country. Uh, and the Republicans uh, have gotten in on the conversation. Uh, Marco Rubio and Rand Paul and 
Tom Cruise and they've chimed in on uh, their remedy for helping poor people. That's what I say in my writing here. We uh, looked at uh, racism and well, mainly racism and hate from uh, the, the beginning of this country. Well, well, when I said the beginning of the country, I, you know, obviously I, after uh, 1776, we'll, 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 uh, that's where we started, really, because, you know, things before that, we were uh, dealing with the king of England. <laughs> we we, we were dealing with the king of England, y'all. So we... Uh, we just started my story from the time that uh, this this nation was uh, formed by the founding fathers. Yeah, those folks that uh, put together the, both the Declaration of Independence and uh, the Constitution. My people was here then. I mean, we were part of that thing too, y'all. Yeah. <laughs> hey, we we was part of that thing. Slaves right here in Georgia, y'all, yeah, doing all the work. <laughs> Doing all the work back then. We uh, make the argument like I do in all of my writing that I I'm a big advocate of uh, a reparation for uh, Americans of African descent. Uh, as a class of Americans who was injured by uh, the separate equal laws that uh, existed in the country for some 90 years after uh, the Civil War uh, was over. Uh, Taking away a 14th Amendment protection. That's what they did. They took away 14th Amendment right protections and that act, I mean, allowed to uh, play a big part in our uh, economic uh, stagnation uh, uh, during that time. Absolutely. I mean, so we, we write about it and talk about it. We go back from, like I said, to 1776 and come forward, uh, looking at my family's history uh, and how racism uh, affected the uh, uh, impacted uh, that uh, 230-something-year journey here in Georgia. Yeah, we, we go back, my family go back here in Georgia some 234 years. Uh, the great-great-grandfather's mother was born here in 1784. My great-great-granddaddy was born here in 1820. Yeah, slave born, both of them born a slave. My great-great-great-grandmother. Uh, Born a slave, raised a slave, died a slave. Never knew that one single day of uh, freedom here in this country. Uh, so yeah, we uh, we look forward to uh, sharing our story with the the country, really, the world. That's a fascinating uh, story. Uh, but yeah, we advocate for uh, reparation, like I said, for Americans of African descent uh, as a class of Americans who was injured by uh, the laws of the country. Um, 
and uh, won a case. Uh, um, um, for just that, for those injuries, back in 1954, yeah, yeah, we won a case for uh, injuries uh, because of the separate equal laws back in 1954, yeah. <laughs> uh, y'all don't know. But yeah, Brown versus Board of Education was a lot more than uh, just uh, about uh, integrating some schools. Yeah, it was about a lot more than that. <clears throat> yeah, because uh, Plessy, Plessy codified uh, a whole group of uh, separate equal laws here in the South. International law, yeah, international law. When they drug Mr. Homer Plessy off that train down in Louisiana. Uh, in 1892, uh, and the Supreme Court upheld that uh, act in 1896 in that uh, Plessy versus Ferguson uh, uh, case. Uh, it literally uh, took Americans of African descent uh, out of uh, society at large, the greatest society. Yeah, it took us out of society at large separated us, put Americans of happiness in, in uh, some some place in the society by themselves outside of uh, uh, mainstream society. For some 90 years after the Civil War, yeah, in the workplace, in the school place, in the public place, in the, <laughs> doing tremendous uh, damage economically, yeah. If you can't uh, work in the same office, can't work in a white-collar job, that meant just that, white people only, uh, because of the separate equal thing. You, know, you can't have, you can't be sitting in it. Surely if I drag you, uh, if I drag you off the train, uh, <laughs> I'm not going to let you sit up in some office all day with a bunch of people with white shirts and white ladies, please. Hey, uh, we got a call in, 188-588-3814. You got me to hush for a while. I did a wrapping on. Looking forward to this year, y'all. So much is... Uh, this, we, we were going to look at uh, the year upcoming here, but this darn Christie thing... I used to live in New Jersey. Yeah, I lived in New Jersey before I... Uh, Brief period. First, when I first got married, I was newlywed, and I uh, was living in Philadelphia, but uh, bought a house over in uh, South Jersey, Lawnside, New Jersey, a little town, historical a little town in uh, South Jersey, uh, across from uh, Philadelphia, right, you know, out uh, from Philadelphia, right across to the uh, Walt Whitman Bridge, <laughs> if y'all know anything about Philadelphia. But anyway, politics always been kind of weird in New Jersey and taxes is out of this world, y'all. They taxed me out of that place. Uh, so we came back home. Here. <laughs> we, you know, oh, yeah, we, we've been back here 40 years now. <laughs> well, at least we, we've been back here since 74, so what, what is that? <laughs> yeah, we've, we've been back here 40 years now. <laughs> that place, uh, we, was, uh, we had to get back home, though, y'all. And uh, 
but yeah, the, pol- the pol- politics in New Jersey has always been uh, uh, somewhat uh, crazy for a lot of different reasons. You got all kind of crazy people up there. Uh, first of all, the state is uh, squashed between Pennsylvania, New York, and Delaware, <laughs> and just a whole host of characters uh, of, from everybody, from the Jew, uh, Jews to the mafias to all kinds of. Uh, uh, you got uh, damn near 40 million people between New York and, and D.C. and all squashed right into that uh, area there. The politics are making it crazy. This is really fascinating, this uh, Chris Christie thing. Oh, this is so fascinating, you yeah. And I, I really kind of like Christie as a, <laughs> as a person. <laughs> but... Uh, uh, this style of hardball that uh, he's uh, uh, created, uh, well, not he didn't create it. Oh no, he didn't create it. He didn't, he he just uh, expanded on it. <laughs> this this uh, this hardball that he's created here that got that is going to be uh, this this thing going to be uh, his downfall. I believe y'all. I don't see how he can get around it. Uh, just looking at the uh just looking at the story. Steve Kornacki. Up with Steve Kornacki <laughs> uh comes on on the weekends at uh, eight o'clock on W MSNBC. Uh this guy this guy put the pieces to the puzzle, you yeah? He really put the pieces to the puzzle there. Yeah? Uh some people that uh this one lady, not the one that he fired, but the other lady that uh Egea, Miss Egea, he nominated her. She's acting uh, chief of staff. <laughs> she, she she's supposed to be sworn in as chief chief of staff here <laughs> Tuesday when they re-swear him in for the second term up there. Oh, this thing will get crazy, y'all. Oh, it's gonna get crazy because that lady's in, implemented in these emails. Here, y'all, she doesn't got an email from somebody uh, letting her know that uh, this is. If not criminal, uh, borderline criminal, uh, with those uh, lanes being closed like that, and somebody better do something quick. <laughs> and I don't know. This is back uh, sometime in uh, uh, early on in this thing. He got that email. This was four months ago, and uh, a lady that that's right there uh, under his nose. He almost thinks she almost got to tell him because the new uh, politician in New York complaining to the feds that uh, something's going on that uh, borders on criminality here and somebody needs to uh, take care of it and look into it quick. And you telling me the governor didn't, uh, Governor Christie didn't get that uh, message? I, yeah, I find that. Uh, now, if he didn't get that message, he don't deserve to have that job he got. I'm sorry. If he didn't get that message from his staff, uh, he don't. It, some he ain't running no kind of ship. Period. He's out of that ship. He's running is out of control. That thing is running without a rudder. <laughs> That's a ship running without a rudder. Or something here, y'all. That ship was out of control. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. 
this thing is going to be crazy because half the people, he's he trying to put somebody into the attorney general thing. Uh, his name then came up on the email. The Democratic, uh, led the legislature up there said, oh, everything's on hold here now. Until we get to the bottom of this, we can't be having people moving, moving around in all these kind of positions until we, get, <laughs> until we get to the bottom of this thing. Who knew what when? Who know what we? <clears throat> we got to get to the bottom of this thing, and it looks like to me, Mister Christian may wind up being impeached. Yeah, he talking about running for president in twenty sixteen. <laughs> he, 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 it's gonna be hard for him to hold on to that, uh, on to that, uh, on to that, that governorship up there in New Jersey. I believe. I don't know. I'm just predicting now. From what I can. Because that, that politics up there is crazy, yeah. And this this is an act. The government, this is an act of the government suppressing the people. <laughs> this is a violent, vicious, dangerous, deadly act <laughs> by the government <laughs> against the people. <laughs> this ain't no joke, y'all. This is a violent, vicious act here of the government uh, against the people. You type trap. Hey, you you tying up traffic on the busiest bridge in the world. Medical people running across there. Uh, uh, school kids hung out on the bus for two or three hours, wetting all over themselves. <laughs> Yuck. Hey, come on. Lady died. We don't, I don't know why that lady died. Man upstairs is the only one probably know it. Lady did die. 91-year-old lady got to the hospital uh, 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 too late. I you know, what, Did time have anything to do with that? I don't know. I know if I was laying out there, uh, <laughs> if I was out there waiting on the ambulance uh, 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 in the middle of uh, George Washington Bridge and somebody got the lanes closed down and it took the ambulance longer to get to me, I'd be... Uh, uh, if I'm the family, I'd be upset about it. I'd be terribly upset about that. So you got here uh, what we got here. This thing is more serious than uh, uh, at first look. You got the government intentionally. Now we ain't heard from we ain't heard from everybody yet, yeah. Already the government, I call everybody everybody under him a, a bunch of lies. He done called everybody under him. His whole staff, because it looked like me, his whole staff uh, knew about this thing but him. Because it looked like <laughs> most of his senior people is implicated in these emails, y'all. Most of his senior circle is implicated, has seen some kind of email to this effect. And didn't know, he didn't think to ask none of them. Uh, what in the heck is going on here, y'all? Can they, just he, he said he went to his, somebody. He had to go through some his uh, chief of staff and his chief counsel to ask his <laughs> over four months. Everybody around him is getting all these emails and having all this conversation and planning and scheming <laughs> to harm uh, uh, the citizens of uh, Fort Lee up there, y'all. This is this government here. Yeah. I was looking at, uh, you have a new book out, y'all, Racism and Hate. I got the, uh, it's coming your way, just hold on. 
I got the author's copy in my hand. Just talking about uh, a little blurb from it. Says one of our uh, favorite uh, quotes from it says in a composite nation like ours, made up of almost every variety of human family that should be as before the law. No rich, no poor, no high, no low, no black, no white, but one country, one citizenship, equal rights, and a common destiny for all. A government that cannot or does not the humblest citizen in his rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness should be reformed or overthrown without delay. Hey, that's that was Frederick Douglass, y'all, 1883, from Frederick Douglass. He said a government that cannot or does not protect the humblest citizen in his right to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness should be reformed or overthrown without delay. Hey. This government here, up there, in, uh, uh, <laughs> at least in this uh, instance, uh, not only was not looking to protect the uh, citizens, they they went on <laughs> on attack. They went on attack against the citizens <laughs> up there and <laughs> shutting that bridge down like that. Hey y'all! Uh, y'all ever been? Uh, y'all ever live up that way? Y'all, you got tra- traffic and traffic on one of them crazy uh, <laughs> uh, highways. <laughs> this is what, that's I ninety five, y'all. That's I ninety five going from uh, Florida to Maine <laughs> through New York, right through uh, the uh, the George Washington Bridge. One of the busiest through fairs in the world. And here's uh, this uh, the, uh, for some petty politics. They shut uh, that thing down and cause traffic for four days. <laughs> traffic backed up four days, <laughs> not four miles, four days, <laughs> and uh, with all kinds of uh, all kinds of potential danger here, y'all. All kinds of potential danger. So somebody, oh no, that lady, that lady fired. I don't, I don't. Everybody I can, everybody talk to to know her. So that lady didn't do that by herself. <laughs> no way. There's somebody, uh, and they also make the claim that uh, as tight a ship as uh, Governor Christie ran, <laughs> there's no way he could have not uh, known something about this over the last four months. He he just found this out about uh, this yesterday. My goodness! If he did, I mean, he don't need that job. Oh, he just oh he been running around there with all this stuff going on under his nose. He don't he don't need that job. Oh heck no, that guy need to be he need to be. It was that job he had before. He was some kind of prosecutor. I don't even know if he need that job. Well. Yeah, I, what can he do in private industry, y'all? He, he, 
he don't need to be no prosecutor. If he if he can sniff out uh the amount of uh dysfunction right on his uh, right on his nose here. Uh yeah, I don't know. Something. I'm I'm with the uh Senator Bono. I'm with her now. <laughs> this this guy he's he's way in company if he if he's telling the truth. He's in company. That guy's in company. Yeah. He don't he don't need to be no governor. He don't need to be a prosecutor. Uh, a prosecutor. Oh no, I if I'm <laughs> hey, hey y'all, anybody <coughs> anybody anybody convicted on the uh Christian while he was a prosecutor, I look back at a retrial. <laughs> I look I look back at Fowler for a retrial, y'all, because this guy, <laughs> I don't I don't think this guy uh, is too good of a prosecutor here either. <laughs> Not if he can, he can sniff that stuff out right under his nose in his own office. Come on. Come on, y'all. You'd have me believe... Uh, uh, the lady he got uh, to promote to uh, chief of staff <laughs> got an email from somebody over there talking about this stuff is serious. You better get uh, uh, this stuff solved right away here. Uh, and she didn't take that to the government? I don't know. Maybe she didn't. I don't know. I don't know. We're we going to find out, though. I got a feeling we're going to find all this stuff out. And this goes. Christy had seven. He had seven players in this thing. That uh, where the one guy, uh, his high school buddy, the one that he ran away from like roaches running from the light. <laughs> Christy said, "No, I really didn't know him at in high school." <laughs> he said, "We went to the same high school." But we had eighteen hundred kids students at that school. So I played football, and I don't know what he did. Uh, he he ran away, he ran away from his best old high school buddy like roaches running from the light, y'all. Uh, so we don't we don't know that guy that guy. Uh, uh, he already told those folks. You give me immunity, I got a story to tell here. <laughs> He said, if you give me immunity, I got a story to tell. <laughs> no doubt about that. We get to the bottom of this thing. <laughs> so I, I don't know. This thing's going to get interesting because they got, they mess around here. And uh, if any, you know, there's some laws broken here somewhere, y'all. Yeah, you can't, uh, you can't, that's uh, interstate uh, uh, commerce uh, going across that bridge. You, you, uh, that's some, that's some federal laws that they looking at, and uh, the high school buddy, <laughs> he, he, uh, he the one gave those orders. He the one when that lady says time for some traffic uh, uh, trouble in uh, 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 Fort Lee, he <laughs> he wrote back, okay, got you, <laughs> got it. Uh, and that's when trouble started. <laughs> that's when the lanes closed down, you know. So yeah, that's some that's some criminal implications here in my mind. 
Uh, that guy don't look like he's going. He ain't going down easy. Oh no, that guy ain't going down easy. <clears throat> he ain't going down easy. No, he ain't going out easy. Law y'all already done that's for immunity. He <laughs> said, y'all might find you, you got your position to be quite different. <laughs> he said, you 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 you, you can find my 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 client is. <laughs> is a situation will change dramatically with some immunity from the Fed, the state, and everybody else. Uh, I, I got some information for you. Uh, if y'all really want to know. So, uh, according to that, that was a thinking. <laughs> it ain't no joke. So, uh, we'll see. Yeah. Wow. I gotta I gotta get back with some of my friends up there in New Jersey. I was talking about it. I used to live up there but hell, it's been forty years since I lived in uh, New Jersey. Some forty years ago. Yeah, this year. But I still got to, I still know a few folks up that way. I'm gonna try to give them a call to see if they can give me uh, some inside scoop that I can bring to y'all. Uh, over the next week, weeks, weeks uh, or months, because this thing gonna drag on. Oh yeah, this thing gonna drag on to 2016. <laughs> this guy, hey, hey, you think, this this thing gonna be this thing gonna be with us to 2016? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, they trying to trying to wash it under the table, but, you know, it's too, this thing is too serious now because the, the implications are too uh, uh, too frightening. Uh, the implications are too crazy. Where you got the government? You got the government here. <laughs> this is a Republican government has <laughs> turned on the citizens. <laughs> hey, y'all, uh, that's what the Republicans will do for you. This is a Republican governor has turned on the citizens here. Uh, and, put, and placed the public uh, safety uh, uh, at risk. And put the public safety at risk. That's what the fact is. I hope the Democrats don't let it go. Oh, it ain't going nowhere. Here's a guy. <laughs> Here's the government put the... Uh, the public safety at risk here with the shenanigans. He was out there joking about it. <laughs> I was a cone boy uh, out there moving the cones. Yeah. <laughs> you may not have been, but your operatives that was doing exactly that. The people that work for you was doing exactly uh, that, in effect. Moving the cones, shutting uh, these lanes down, feeding four lanes of traffic into one. <laughs> Feeding four lanes of traffic into one going across the busiest bridge in the world. <laughs> hey, uh, hey, we're gonna we're gonna leave it alone tonight. We got some other things to cover here, y'all. Yeah. Income inequality, uh, the year ahead. 
Racism and Hate, my new book, y'all. We got it. We got a copy of it. We wait on the final thing to drop. It's a matter of days now, yeah. It's just a matter of days. Y'all be sure to tell your friends about it. Pick up a copy. Pick up a copy for your friend, the three ninety nine version, y'all, the e-book. I swear I'm looking to do uh, most of my uh, most of my sales because really, let's face it, times are tough. And uh, three ninety nine is not that bad for you know the e-books. Is, that's where everybody's going. Everybody got an iPad or a smartphone and a computer. I mean, yeah. So we're gonna we wanna flood the uh, flood the system there, y'all. As soon as this thing drops, we want everybody to get a copy and pass it on to your best friend to link to buy one. <laughs> hey, hey, y'all. Hey, I'm just saying. We we want y'all to be legal, y'all. Hey, my Facebook friends, what's up? Ohio, y'all. Uh, came up under that freeze. Hey, it's cold up there. Shoot, I I, t- I was talking to some of the family up there. It was eleven below zero, y'all. Talking about a wind chill somewhere south of forty-one below zero. <laughs> Come on, y'all. You, no, no, that's more. Uh, my oh, my bones too brittle, y'all. I don't know. Can you get some kind of antifreeze for your bones uh, uh, for that kind of weather? Come on. I mean, it got six or seven down here in Atlanta. That was, you know, extra. Uh, I think it wind chills like, what, 10 or 12 below zero. So that's, that's unusual for here. That uh, polar cor- uh, court. Uh, what is it, uh, Polar Corvac, uh, Cortex, or whatever it was, <laughs> Al Roper, <laughs> Al Roper told, <laughs> he showed Russ Limbo what it was. He, he showed, he said, that thing been around since 1959 in my school, but what in the world are you talking about, Russ? <laughs> Russ said they made it up. Al had to break his book out on him back in 1959. <laughs> <laughs> hey y'all, this is crazy. This is crazy. The the the, the <laughs> folks who's running stuff these days. Rush Limbo's head of the Republican Party. <laughs> he, he's the head of that party, y'all. Everybody. Rush Rush knows something about everything. Rush said the climate thing is crazy. Ain't no such thing. Now I'm uh, half the North Pole shift down halfway down the floor to freeze every state in the Union. And they said uh, somebody that made up this term, the liberals. The, somehow the liberals made up this term. Uh, this term. So Al Rope, Roper, he uh, the old weatherman, he went and broke out his. His college book, weather book from 1959, uh, with the uh, term in there, y'all. Yeah, so it's been around. It's nothing new. It's been around. It don't happen. It don't happen very often. Not well. It happens every year. Uh, As a thing, uh, uh, normally stay in one place around Siberia somewhere. (laughs) Uh, But this year, for some whatever reason, some kind of weather change, it. Drifted uh, out in south, the south covering uh, uh, the entire United States, all 
48 uh, lower states was in, uh, below freezing, probably for the first time ever. I believe for the first time ever, all 48 states <laughs> uh, was below uh, freezing here, y'all. So, you know, something's wrong. So I, I believe something's going on with the weather myself. I, I, I'm going on with the science, y'all. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to par with Rush on this. <laughs> hey, Rush, <laughs> peace, but we... I'm gonna have to leave you out there by yourself on this. I'm with I'm with Al on this. <laughs> I'm with Al Roper on this <laughs> on this weather thing. Russell, until you get some schooling on it. I know you know a lot about a lot of things now, but on this right here, on this global warming stuff, I'm gonna go with the scientists. I'm sorry, Rush. <laughs> hey y'all. Hey, hey, tell Rush you don't know something about everything. Amen. Hey, y'all, we're going to take a quick pause for the calls here. Wow, we done, we just rambling on. It's about 20, 22 minutes till 8 o'clock. Huh? We're going to take a quick pause for the calls. We'll be right back. Y'all hang, hang in there here. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
Saints and uh, CL is going back and forth. It's about 20-some seconds. That looks like CL is going to hold on. New Orleans just scored. Don't got the ball back on their own side, but they, they ain't got no timeout left, y'all. The ball's in the middle of the field. They got to hurry because that clock ain't going to stop. That's their problem. That's the problem right here. That's down to 13 seconds. They don't <laughs> That's the problem. They got to score eight points here, y'all. Hey, y'all, welcome back to the Hushmore Black Forum. Saturday, January 11th, 2014. Congress is back to work. Congress is back. Congress is back off of uh, holiday break. We ain't about to accuse them of working. <laughs> We we ain't about to accuse them of working. <laughs> no way. We are not about to accuse them of working, y'all. <laughs> but they back. President is back from uh, his vacation in Hawaii. They still ain't got. Uh, they still ain't got that uh, extended unemployment done, y'all. No, they ain't got that done. That's a million, uh, 1.3 million people that didn't get a, a no kind of assistance this past week. Uh, it's cold up there in the Northeast. And some of those people uh, pay uh, gas bills with that money. Yeah, this is crazy. It's just simply crazy. Some of those people uh, are suffering. The Senate. Uh, Thought they had some something worked out. And this is crazy. This is not a joke here. Uh, when you're playing with people's uh, lives like that, you, you think uh, these millionaires have after people up there in Congress are millionaires, y'all. New study just came out. Have these million, you think these millionaires would uh, have some uh, some kind of uh, empathy for uh, poor folks, but? Uh, it, it uh, don't seem to be the case, y'all. We 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 don't know. We we thought the Pope. <clears throat> we thought the Pope had uh, put him on alert, but I don't know. It's going to take more. Than, it might take more than the Pope, y'all, to get. Uh, to get uh, uh, their attention. But um, they come back and they come back tomorrow. They, uh, Harry, Harry Reid uh, said that they're going to try to push on, try to get this thing done. I, I hope so. I mean, it, uh, this is uh, just a disgrace to... Uh, It's just a, a disgrace all the way around that we got a, a, the richest country in the world. And we can't uh, uh, 
protect the uh, homeless of uh, our citizens, the poorest of our, our citizens. Uh, the <clears throat> we don't know. How the thing gonna play out, y'all? But I, I believe that uh, as uh, somebody's gonna take it out of man's hands, that man can't, uh, that man can't uh, solve the problem himself. That's what this is saying. Right. Just. Uh, President did a big thing on income inequality. Uh, says uh, defining uh, it is the defining uh, thing of our times. Economic inequality. Well, I'm not a uh, economist or a social scientist even. I, I do know one thing, as far as America's African descent, uh, their economic plight and uh, uh, the solution to their economic plight, uh, those born uh, prior to 1954, uh, are owed uh, reparation uh, by the government, state and federal government, because those folks who were born prior to uh, 1954 Americans of African they belong to a class of Americans who was injured by <clears throat> the laws of the country, economically. No, no doubt. Oh, yeah, Plessy. The Plessy versus Ferguson, you know, separated uh, my people and me out of uh, society. It put us at a serious disadvantage, huh? Yeah. We break it all down, y'all, in my new book, Racism and Hate in American Reality. Check it out. Coming at you shortly. Keep up with keep up with it on our webpage, hushmoblack.com. Tell your friends about it. My Facebook friends, what's up? Tell my friends about it. I'll, I'm going to post it on Facebook. Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> my second book, y'all, Racism and Hate in American Reality. Uh a collection uh, uh, of document essays, historical events, and analysis uh, dealing with uh, racism and hate here in the country. Y'all, uh, looking at it from my uh, from uh, my own perspective, there uh, uh, and how uh, it affected my family's two hundred some year history here in Georgia. Y'all, uh, just to give it uh, some human context, we. Uh, it's just a fascinating story, really. It's nothing. Every this book is for everybody. It's not just for one group of people, black or white. It's for the country at large. Uh, doing our research, we found some just fascinating uh, uh, research back into uh, the history of uh, the country, uh, back into slavery, uh, if you will, here in Georgia, and racism and that whole thing, you know. That old antebellum. Uh, uh, Heronvark democracy that uh, was in place here in the South uh, for 
so many years there that uh, we look at that thing, you know, sort of. Ah. All because of uh, this uh, anti-amalgamation uh, doctrine that uh, was put in place after uh, that civil war, you know, the majority, uh, the white majority, really, uh, uh, on both sides, north and south, too, yeah. Uh, came together and uh, thwarted, thwart <laughs> is that a good word? Thwart, thwart, denied American's African descent access uh, to uh, to the society. Yeah, they denied them access uh, equal access to uh, the society at large because of this uh, anti-amalgamation uh, doctrine that uh, was put in place against them because of their race, of course. They uh, somehow didn't want uh, to mix with uh, the Africans. I worried about the uh, blood uh, purity, I suppose. I mean, <laughs> But, yeah, they put in these separate equal laws that... Uh, devastated us uh, economically for some 90 years after the Civil War. Yeah. And, and you know, that thing went on. Went on. Hey, after uh, Brown overturned uh, Plessy, man, it took us still another 10 years of marching in the streets and legal bells and hassles and all kinds of uh, social uh, pressure that was brought to bear to uh, kinds of social uh, pressure brought to bear to get uh, Linda Johnson to come up with all these affirmative action programs and things like that that uh, really uh, uh, really uh, grouped us in Americans of Akron descent with some nine or ten other minority groups. Who, who probably had complaints, who probably had uh, valid complaints about their uh, position in the society, but none of those other groups uh, suffered under Plessy. None of those other groups suffered under the separate equal laws that American Africanists did. No. So, so <clears throat> affirmative action dollars, when they got uh, <laughs> distributed out over the next... 40 years, I guess they said this is the, what, the 50th anniversary or whatever. 95% of the uh, money went back to uh, 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 the white community. White ladies uh, was a minority. One of the minority groups who uh, took uh, uh, affirmative action dollars uh, away from uh, American Rockness there. The only way this thing can be remedied, yeah, to get those uh, Skills of justice <laughs> balanced out is reparation. Uh, those Americans of Akron that said born before 1954 has a direct claim against the government because they were, including myself, I was born here in Georgia in 1945. I was injured by uh, the separate equal. Yeah, when I started school in 1951, you know, went right past a new, brand new school. Couldn't go there, all white. Had to pass right past that school, bust all the way to. Uh, McDonough, the county seat, to this uh, inferior 
uh, run down uh, a school for American Vacuity Center. Yeah. That's just an education, y'all. The workplace. <laughs> you. <laughs> oh, yeah, you had your uh, jobs uh, set aside for you. Uh, yeah, and that's up an equal thing. That was certain jobs set aside for you. Uh, yeah, not not just here in the South. This is throughout the, uh, the country here, too, y'all. Hey, y'all, we're going to take a quick pause for the calls. Time is here. It's about uh, four minutes to eight o'clock here, y'all. Y'all hang in there. Look like we got somebody on the phone. We'll chat with him. But y'all hang in there. We'll be right back. You got me in the hush room here. Advocating on your behalf, you're listening to the Hushmo Black Forum. Tell your friends about us. Saturdays, 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Right here in cyberspace.
Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Hushmo Black Forum, y'all. Wow. How time is flying by this evening. Time always flies by when you're having fun, though. We, we, uh, yeah, see, I don't want that game, though. See, I don't want that game because, you know, we, we didn't have no real dog in that hunt there. We're a Falcon fan. You know, I'm a Falcon fan, y'all. We don't like the Saints, but <laughs> they're in our division. We don't we don't like the Saints, but, I, you know, I was kind of rooting for the Saints. Since uh, uh, the Falcons are uh, home watching this thing with me. Uh, but, uh, yeah, see, I was tough, y'all. They got, they went on and won that thing. Hey, y'all, welcome back. Welcome back to the Hushmo Black Forum. Well, our motto is to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer. And out of necessity, sometimes we'll do it louder. We, we don't like to go there, though. We like to keep everything on an even keel out here. But we advocate advocate for social justice, y'all, for Americans of African descent. Not because we don't love everybody now. We want to get that in. We love everybody. Uh, just uh, by extension, we find ourselves advocating uh, for that community. It's our second show, y'all. Our second show this year. We've been on Chris Christie. That's crazy stuff going on up there in New Jersey all that. <laughs> All evening, y'all. We spent the whole uh, first hour uh, talking about Chris Christie and uh, the politics of New Jersey. And uh, that thing might lead to his downfall, y'all. Got some other things on the agenda this evening. Looking at the year ahead, 2014, all kinds of uh, expectations here, y'all. If we could just get uh, those folks up there in Washington working. (laughs) The president president and the Congress are back uh, in Washington. I, I I made the mistake of saying that the Congress is back in uh, back at work. <laughs> They're not back at work. <laughs> they back in session. They ain't hardly doing no work up there, y'all. Ain't did no work for the last five years. President's back from his vacation talking about uh, wealth inequality. I got a solution for him as far as Americans are concerned. Now, I can't speak for the rest of the communities because, I, like I said, I just uh, zero my attention in on uh, our our community. And we need we need all the advocacy we can get. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, this income inequality, we got a solution for uh, uh, the president and the country. It's reparation, yeah. <laughs> it's reparation. <laughs> I'm sorry uh, to go there, but that's it's just a fact. <clears throat> we were harmed by the laws of the country. We were harmed by the laws of this country, the separate equal laws. They, they, there was a, some damage done there, y'all. It uh, pra- practically uh, separated us out of uh, social society, in the workplace, in the school place, in the public place, uh, uh, throughout the entire society for some 90 years, y'all, up until Brown set us aside, that's in 1954. Got a, got a call in here, y'all. Got a call in, number two. One eight 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 five eight eight three eight one four. We don't take many calls from time to time. We will. We got a call on now. We're gonna bring on and uh, see what on. Let's see what's on this man. Hold on for a second. Let's see if we can uh, uh, get him on here. Go ahead, Mister Bianchi. How are you? You still there? Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, I, I'm here. Double with you though. Huh? Go, go ahead, what you say? I say I'm hearing doubles. Oh, is that right? I don't know what's going on here. We might be getting some. Let me put this mic down. I'm holding the, holding this mic here. Let me put it down see if we can get a... 
see if we can get a little better reception for you there. I don't know. Is that better for you? I heard you say I don't know twice, not three times. <laughs> uh, it must be getting some kind of uh, vibration going on there. Look like my meters is going pretty good here. Uh, what are you bringing this in over your laptop? A wireless connection? Yeah, I'm talking on my laptop. Let me hang up and call you back. Okay, because there might be some kind of stuff in the air. Looks like I'm going out pretty good right here. Uh, Mr. Bianchi's done, uh, he done dropped off. He's going to call me back, y'all. Uh, there's so many things going on out here in the world, y'all. We uh <clears throat> looking forward to a great 2014, though, uh if all the stars land up, which ain't no guarantee, y'all. That ain't no guarantee at all <laughs> whether these stars will land up. <laughs> uh, not with the way uh, things are going in the country. Uh, we we are really skeptical about it. We're going to bring Mr. Bianchi back on that we see he's back out there, see if we can get a better connection here. Uh, Mr. Bianchi. Yeah, that's a better. That was my fault. I had uh, I had the headphones on. I also had the show on too. Uh, okay. <laughs> but uh, go ahead, go ahead. I don't, I don't see anything happening. I think Christy handled the problem just as he should. Uh, apparently, somebody's done something that he authorized. What would he authorize? An highway or something like that. Yeah, but I mean, I Democrats do it before. But but I mean but why why would why would you be shutting the traffic down on Mr. Bianchi on the busiest bridge uh 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 in the world putting the public safety at risk you know you got ambulances coming across that bridge people trying to get to the hospital trying to get to work to school uh just uh, literally putting people uh, the public safety at risk here uh, why would you do yeah that? just like uh. I mean, they do that. Look at what Clinton, uh, Hillary Clinton did in Benghazi. I mean, they just that, uh, they uh, just totally have different. no Stop concern. So, so, totally, totally different. And did nobody go out to scheme to maliciously uh, kill nobody over there in Benghazi? Benghazi. This was a deliberate act by the government against the citizens. Benghazi. Had, well, we're that's a war zone over there, Mr. Yankee. That's a well, war zone she sure there. did in in Libya when she told that's them a, to kill a, Floyd. Flotroy, you know Flotroy, don't you? When he was over there with Cynthia McKinney in yeah. Libya, yeah, that's a war zone. But she said, but she said that they, she said to take him out. They was over there finding the truth, interviewing people in the hospitals and so forth. Mm-hmm. And she gave said that he should be done away with, American citizen. Okay, now, uh, Mr. Bianchi, uh, 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 we can uh, 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 we can we can talk about that. But but you know uh, 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 that is not uh, uh, what we started out talking about. We started out talking about Chris uh, uh, Christie up there. Yeah, I think you know, I think he's gonna make a good. I think he's gonna make a good. Somehow he done got on uh, Hillary Clinton. I don't know. <laughs> now that, now we done we done jumped here from Chris Christie to Hillary Clinton. Something she did five, six, seven, eight years ago. What? As I said before, the man said handled the way he should handle it. And uh Well he did it, he did the only thing he could do. Yeah, unlike Clinton, unlike Obama when he said that uh Sherrod shouldn't fire 
I mean, she done nothing wrong. Who was working for the U.S. Department of Agriculture? But see, there we go. You remember about the that? There we, I know, but there we go talking about the president again. We ain't talking about the president. The president ain't schemed uh, against the citizens. This is a, a, a act of war against private citizens by the government of New Jersey. Where's your proof? To, where's your proof to show that? But that's what it says in the email. That's what the email. Why do you think he fired people? What, what, what do you think he's fired? Why, he why said he firing? that. He, he, so you saying he gave orders to do? I said against the government of New Jersey. He's the head of the government. Now, yeah, you know, but you're but you talking about you talking about closing another bridge. You say that he gave orders to do that in order to despise a, another a candidate. Uh, we don't know what the reason was. Don't nobody know the reason. They Who all gave the order to do it. Uh, 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 Mr. Bianchi, uh, the lady that he fired, as far as what he said, he said that lady that he fired uh, told him a lie and orchestrated this whole thing. He didn't. Well, know then, then he, he ain't not heard do nothing. The right, did he not he do said, the right thing? He said he ain't heard nothing, saw nothing, or said nothing. He just right. said. He, well, he, he just, fired he somebody. So what evidence they do have said that it was because of this lady, which he fired, right? Yeah. She, we ain't heard right. from her. Now, she got a story to tell uh, too now. We ain't heard from her. Well, Suppose it's a personnel matter. How many times the personnel matters come to the public? I don't know now. I, but I'm saying, she's she been subpoenaed now. she got to go before the uh, state house, up, uh, state legislature up there in New Jersey uh, sometime in the short, uh, in the next few days. So, so she got a story to tell. Suppose she come back and said, "No, I ain't no liar. This man I call me a liar and defame me out there in front of God and everybody." And this is what happened. And she got a different story to tell than he is. What what's gonna happen then? Well, if it's a personnel matter, it's supposed to go with the attorneys and the grieving departments. In the meantime, uh, the public uh, safety has been put at risk. This ain't no just no ordinary uh, 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 overpass over a stream. This is the busiest bridge in the world. Yeah, public safety is always in, put at risk, just like Fast and Furious. <laughs> hey, a lady died. A lady died. I mean, I don't know if that was a. I don't know if she died from uh, you know uh, not being uh, able to uh, get an ambulance in time and get to the hospital or what. Yeah, well, I'm sure. I'm sure whatever it is to be, whatever it is to be found out, will be found. Yeah, I, I know they they got this thing gonna drag on to 2016. I'm afraid. So what else? What do you think about uh, you think about Obama uh, going? On, I mean, lying again. I mean, the man changed his story all the time. He said that he thought it was up to write the states on the air marriage between saints. He thought what? what? What did the president say? He said it was up to the, the states to decide on the issue saying it's licenses for sex. So he, he would hold to recognize same-sex marriage in Utah, whereas the state... No, 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 Attorney, Attorney General. That's that's below the president. Attorney General said that uh, the federal government is going to recognize the uh, the thousand or so gays who uh, who's gotten married already. And if they come to the Fed and have some, well, the court put on put it on state, did it not? Well, well, yeah, they can't marry nobody else. 
but the federal government said, yeah, the ones that they have married are still married. You can't go back and unmarry them because the Supreme Court put something on state. They just put it on state until it works its way through the uh, lower court. Uh, uh, the legal process works its way back up to the Supreme Court again. You know, I, I, I'm not all for uh, 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 this thing about the federal government getting involved in marriages. You know, I'm, I'm not for, uh, I, you know, my thing on that, Mr. Bianchi, is the federal government should issue nothing more than a, uh, 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 a license between two people. That's all. And I think this marriage thing should be uh, uh, left up to the individual churches or religious affiliation that the two couples of people uh, belong to. Uh, issue the marriage license. I don't think the government has uh, any business in that. That's a moral issue. I think it should stay uh, within the church. Man, so well, it should be with states, not the church. People don't well, have no. to get married in the church. Well, I'm just saying, I, I, I don't think the state have any business uh, defining what a marriage is. What gives a state the right to define a, a moral uh, Because the Constitution gives the state the right to no, define no, where? what a marriage is. Show me that in the Constitution where uh, the state. Uh, uh, says something about uh, 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 the mar- uh, a marriage is something between somebody. I, I've never seen that. Who issued a license? Uh, the, uh, I, here in Georgia, Fordham County, the county. I think it's a county license, Mr. Uh, Bianchi. Who issues the licenses for marriage? It's recorded at the state house, right? Right. And, and well, I, what I'm saying is, have a right to define I, I, what marriage is. Well, I don't. I don't know. I, all I'm saying is, I think uh, the state should define a legal union uh, on a, a piece of paper without even uh, uh, mentioning uh, 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 marriage whatsoever. Well, some states, some states do do that. So if people like what's going on in their state, they should move. Right, and I, 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 I'm for that, too. I'm for that, too. If, if, if the people of Utah came out and they voted, that, that the Ameri- if they recognized marriage between the female and the male, and state issue licenses based on that, then that's the way it should be. Oh, no, remember, remember Utah done voted the other way, though. Utah vote, voted for same-sex marriage. And remember, that law just went into effect out there, and the government, uh, 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 the government took it uh, to court. Yeah, the people out there did vote for same-sex marriage out there in Utah. That's why the law is in place. The go- the governor. Well, let's uh, say uh, Mississippi, my old favorite state, Mississippi. Oh, God, Mr. Mister Bianchi, you're getting way down there now. Yeah, I'm down in Georgia, right in Louisiana right now. And that's one of the uh, craziest states in the world, too, because remember, that Plessy thing that you're talking about, that's where they uh, uh, haul Homer Plessy off that train that down there in Louisiana. They hauled him off that train, uh, that car train, that, mm-hmm. that uh, for no other reason than uh, 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 that white people was on there. He said, they hauled him off there and locked him up in a cold jail cell by himself. <laughs> hey, well, unfortunately. They locked him up in a, a cold jail cell by himself. That was the law back then, Hushmo. Huh? That was the law then. Well, you have to obey. You have to obey the law. Yeah, they locked him up. They locked him up. And for the but uh, the thing is, when they hauled him out of that uh, car and locked him up, uh, what it did was, uh, in effect, uh, 
drag every American or African descent out of uh, 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 the society. That's what that's what happened too. For the next sixty years after uh, Plessy uh, uh, said that that was uh, to be the case, we couldn't go to we couldn't go to uh, get a job in white collar uh, uh, corporate uh, uh, America. We couldn't even get in there because uh, 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 Plessy said that uh, they had a right to separate black folks out of that environment altogether. Couldn't do it. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, but anyway, that's our that, but that's our injury complaint. That's, our, that's, that's where the economic gap occurred those 90 years after the Civil War because of the separate equal laws uh, that affected us economically. It stagnated us. So by the time Brown overturned all that stuff, shoot, you said, you said last time you made a, a, a comment about how, how many uh, schools, uh, black schools and teachers were put out of work by that uh, integration system. But hell, man, we were so poor back then. We were so far behind economically because of the darn... Uh, Crazy laws that were put in place that uh, we 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 uh, we should have we should have petitioned the court back then. We could have Thurgood Marshall and his legal team had every right to petition that court for financial reparations. The judge uh, told him not to do it, begged him not to do it. He said if he wouldn't petition that court for financial reparations on behalf of black people back then, the white people in the South would uh, go on the terror and start hanging people. <laughs> Racial terrorism is, a, is, a, uh, is a, what he told uh, Thurman, uh, Thurgood Marshall uh, 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 that would happen if he uh, petitioned the court. So we can't, we can't, uh, the country can't, we can't stand for that. We got the, uh, I said, uh, anybody born before 1954, Mr. Yankee, was directly into Like me, I was born in 1945 here in Georgia without 14th Amendment yeah, I'm, I'm directly uh, directly interested. Anybody born before 1954 got a direct case against the state government and the federal government for reparations. They don't have to go back to trial. The trial has already been The trial has already been won. That case has already been won uh, for that class of Americans. In that Brown decision, Brown said, yeah, that's absolutely thing. Inherently unequal and harmed a whole bunch of people here. Uh, but anyway, Mr. Bianchi, uh, uh, your son played baseball, huh? Great baseball. What, 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 what is he, a pitcher or uh, some kind of uh, uh, position player? No, he's an infielder. Okay, he'll be Grand. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, buddy. I think he's making so much money. He's doing some crazy things. What do you think about Dennis Rodman's trip over there to South, uh, North Carolina, uh, Peru? I think he's done a good thing. You think it's promoting some kind of a uh, 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 cultural exchange between the North Koreans and uh, whatnot? No, I think he went over there and played a game of basketball with some friends. Okay. I don't know. I you know I I don't know. I ain't got uh, too much uh, against uh, the trip itself. He did kind of. I thought step out of bounds when he got into the uh, politics of it. And I, I, I blame that more on the uh, guy who was asking the questions. That guy never should have been dragging Dennis into a political uh, situation like this. I asked him anything about politics that was going on there. So I blame that on the uh, network. You know, uh, Congress had passed the Civil Rights Act in 1875, which prohibits discrimination in public accommodation. You know, I got that in my book, too. 
I got that in my book. Uh, the first one, came 14 years after that. Uh-huh. The judge was wrong. I, I know. We know that. But it took Brown, it took 60 years. Uh, uh, yeah, the judge was wrong. You're absolutely right, Mr. Yankee. <laughs> you're absolutely right he was wrong. <laughs> he was dead wrong. But that didn't, uh, but see, it stayed in place for 60 years. In the meantime, it's it, it school. Yeah. You know, yeah, he was wrong. Uh, yeah, we had all kinds of civil rights laws. That that first thing went in, what, was 1866. And still, you know, all the laws in place here in my home state of Georgia. <laughs> it's, when I came in this world in 1945, you know, the biggest uh, 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 thing going at that time, in 1945, uh, Eugene Talbot had just lost the election to uh, Ellis Arnold. Ellis Arnold, when he came into office in 1944, uh, 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 he got rid of the poll tax. <laughs> he got rid of the poll tax. Uh, uh, he told them black, the black folks uh, got him in there, and he got rid of the poll tax. Uh, 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 and and uh, uh, they threw him out of office. Herman, Herman, Eugene Talbot ran back for office. They threw him out uh, uh, the next uh, 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 voting cycle there. And just so happened, uh, Eugene Talbot won that thing in 1946, the election was, I think, like 1946. And before he could be, uh, 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 he was going to put the poll tax back in place. He was going to keep thousands of blacks from the polls because blacks didn't have the money to pay no poll tax or money to do anything else. They didn't have money to eat hardly. But anyway, Eugene Talbot was going to put that poll tax back in uh, in 1946 when he came, or 1947 when he got back uh, sworn back in. He had won the election, had a heart attack, and died. <laughs> Is that funny? God rest his soul. But he had he a must be a guy died. that's all, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and God don't like ugly. Mr. <laughs> yeah. Eugene Talbot had a heart attack from the time he won the election uh, 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 before he could get sworn in there, 1947, he had a heart attack and died. They, they wind up putting his son, uh, Herman Talmud, <laughs> in his state. <laughs> huh. But he never did get that. That poll tax never did come up again here in this state. Uh, uh, somebody said something's wrong here. This man not died. We're going to leave that poll tax thing alone. Yeah, it might be jinx, huh? Yeah, it might be something. The man upstairs don't like ugly. And, uh, well, we don't been through a lot of things in this country. Oh, absolutely. This, this country got a heck of a, uh, a history. And the Pope, how do you like this Pope? I love this Pope, uh, Mr. Bianchi. Pope Francis. I don't too much care about Pope Spirit. I love this Pope. I like his attitude because, you know, it was a Pope who uh, gave uh, issued that Dom de Versa uh, back in 1452. That Dom de Versa uh, uh, gave permission uh, uh, to uh, the king of Por- uh, uh, Portugal and the king of Spain to enslave the West Africans. That's yeah. what he the West African slave trade, a Catholic pope back in 1452, Mr. Uh, Bianchi. Nicholas V, Pope Nicholas V was his name. And I'm, I'm so uh, thankful that this pope here looked like he's trying to uh, make some kind of uh, amends for that. Well, he ain't gonna make no amends for it. How is he gonna do that? Well, just his voice. I mean, that guy. That, you, now that guy's over a billion and a half uh, 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 parishioners there. That guy got a powerful, uh, 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 fully pulpit. He does it all. A lot of people that, don't like him. Well, he, well, he doesn't start talking about that dollar. He talking about these people uh, uh, think that dollar is God. 
the idolatry of money? You can't be talking about these people's money now. You better watch his back. Hey, <laughs> hey, he must be Yankees. He, he doesn't start talking about uh, people loving that dollar and and what uh, that mm-hmm. might be in or something. Shoot. But uh, yeah, I, I like where he's coming from. He might be the president's biggest ally, or turn out to be. When the president's on this journey talking about income uh, inequality, he's he, he one of the biggest allies in the post that he, he'll ever stand on, on, uh, in the world right now. You see the Republicans all up talking about uh, uh, some kind of uh, poverty. Now, what they talking about ain't much. <laughs> I mean, their, their uh, solutions ain't much. At least they're talking about it. It's on the uh, uh, country. Well, let them Democrats come up with some crazy things, too. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm a, uh, you know what? I, I'm probably uh, more of an independent than I am anything. I'm registered Democrat only because I need something to vote. You can't vote in the primary if you're uh, not uh, registered some, one way or the other here in Georgia. So I, I but I, 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 I like to uh, think of myself as an independent uh, thinker here. I see where your uh, buddy died. Who, uh, uh, Laura Jones? Amari no, Sharon did. Oh, well, Sharon did, but so did Roy Jones' dad too. You know, you you mm-hmm. Jones, the poet. But yes, Sharon died. That man fought in every war that Israel had from 1948 from this inception on. Yeah, he's uh, he was a problem maker. But the guy was the guy been in a coma eight years. I didn't realize he was uh, uh, laying around in a coma for all that time. I believe they killed Arafat. Oh, we already know that. We were talking. <laughs> hey, Mr. Bianchi, when they drug him out of that, uh, when they drug him out of the Gaza ship, there, uh, you, you know, uh, he <laughs> he was on this way out I believe he wasn't ever going to come back there. Yep, I believe they killed him. So. You know, that's the way things happen. Yeah, it's a cruel world. Gotta be into it for the win. Mm-hmm. It's a cruel world. Right. Uh, well, it's a nice temperature down here in uh, Louisiana. It's about 70 degrees a day. Oh, man, that's golf weather. I need to be on the golf course with that kind of, in that kind of weather. Absolutely. It's, it's, not, it's not bad. It got up to like 63 degrees here. So it's, it's, but it's wet. It was wet here. Yeah, dude. You know, during the blast from the north, first time in our history that every state lower, uh, every state in the union, uh, well, continuous uh, union anyway, was below freezing. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, well, y'all being punished, I guess. Well, I don't know. Something, something. If man can't, if man can't correct his own. Uh, uh, <laughs> His own um, uh, uh, faults, uh, somebody else can, and will. That's what that's what uh, 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 Frederick Douglass was talking about in 1852. He gave a speech on the Fourth of July talking about uh, the plight of uh, African slaves at that time. Just a fascinating speech. You wouldn't believe the uh, prophecy uh, that uh, came uh, uh, came about after that speech. He was talking about. Uh, uh, the old uh, city of Babylon and how how things uh, in the country uh, at that time was parallel with those events uh, uh, of that old story in the Bible about uh, uh, the city of Babylon and how uh, 
the man upstairs really had to destroy it because of their uh, uh, immoral, uh, 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 their immoral uh, uh, um, uh, being. Uh, and he was saying that, well, yeah, the slavery thing here in 1852 is pretty much like that because the Israelites that got stolen in the slavery back then and the man upstairs, they got to praying to uh, the man upstairs about their salvation. And he heard it. He came down there and destroyed Babylon. Yeah. And, and uh, he, he said, yeah, that's, if y'all keep these people in slavery here, this is what this is Frederick Douglass now in 1852, y'all keep these slaves here. Uh, the man upstairs, he said, my people, my brothers right now is praying to the man upstairs for their salvation. Some five million of them are. This is 1852, the slaves, some of the slaves praying to God because most of them have been converted to Christianity ideas. And uh, sure enough, he said, they are praying to God for their salvation, and he has heard their cry. So y'all keep this stuff in place here. He, if you don't, he is going to uh, get involved in it. Sure enough, eight years later, Abraham Lincoln come along, Civil War come along after that. 600,000 people did, and that thing was over. Mm-hmm. Well, Lincoln? look, Hushmo, I'm going to get off from here and let you go ahead and finish with your program. Well, Mr. Bianchi, it's always a pleasure uh, uh, talking to you. You add insight and perspective. I, I really appreciate you uh, 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 tuning in from time to time. And buy my book, uh, uh, if you will. Buy one for your grandson too for three ninety nine the electronic version. You could buy five or six of them. Absolutely. All right then. I'll talk to you later. Have a good evening here. Thanks for calling. Right, bye bye. Hey y'all, that's Mister uh, Bianchi. We we uh, I talk to him from time to time. He 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 got some really good uh, insight onto uh, our history here in this country. I. I Enjoy uh, talking to him. He, he he's from up north there somewhere. I'd see he done ran south. There. He's following the rich uh, folks uh, that go south for the winter. He must have some money. I think he got money. Uh, he way down in the south, uh, talking about the seventy-eight something degrees down there. Those people freeze to death by well, where he come from up there in Missouri somewhere. <laughs> I think he got some money. Uh, I don't know that. Hey y'all. Uh, Welcome to the Ashmo Black Forum, y'all, where our motto is to do it bigger, to do it better, to do it longer. Not a necessity. Sometimes we'll do it louder, although we don't like to do that. We like to keep everything on an even keel out here. We advocate for uh, justice, y'all, for social justice on behalf of Americans for African descent. Not not because we don't love everybody. We do. Just uh, happen to be a part of that community and by extension finds ourselves uh, trying to uh, provide a platform for their uh, for their uh, eels. <laughs> hey, we we got uh, 25, 30% unemployment in our neighborhood, y'all. We need all the advocacy we can get. We got 25 to 30% unemployment in our uh, community. Economy is getting better. It's getting stronger. It could take off. If we had a Congress, if we had a Congress just, just do uh, <laughs> They got to work a whole day. They got to work a whole day. Just work a half a day. If they put a half a day in on 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 their job of governing the country, they just put one half day in each day. Uh, we ain't asking them to work eight. Just put a half a day in. I believe that uh, this economy 
I believe this uh, economy would take off like crazy. I believe this economy would take off like crazy here in 2014 if they did anything like put any kind of jobs bill out there, infrastructure. The uh, president's talking about some free zone. Yeah, 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 that's all well and good. But we need some infrastructure programs, y'all. I'm not, you know, I look at that uh, Keystone uh, pipeline. I look at, I look at it for creating jobs, but then uh, work out the environment uh, uh, event issues. I don't know how close that thing is, but I, that that could be part of it. I ain't totally against anything that's creating jobs, it, you know, but then reason because remember that environment is important. You see what's going on. Some of these storms was cropping up, typhoons wiping out half of uh, countries. And, uh, we, you know, we so we got to be careful with the environment. You can't just, uh, you can't ignore uh, mother uh, uh, the Mother Earth here. You got to be careful how we, uh, how we uh, uh, treat this place that we live on. <laughs> this environment, this atmosphere, we 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 need this environment, this atmosphere here. We, this environment is clean. The water, the air, we we got to have that to live, yeah. We got to have clean water and clean air to live, you know. This, hey, uh, in this body, we do not in the spirit. In the spirit, <laughs> you might not need you might not need this atmosphere. When you, when you get up out of this place, you might you might no longer need this uh, the water and the air. In the spirit, you might not. As long as you here, as long as you're in this uh, uh, reality here, inside of this dirt body of yours, you <laughs> you need uh, the water, the air, the earth. You you need that stuff. If you if you're talking about living, if you're talking about living in this body here. <laughs> You, you got to take care of this uh, um, um, uh, planet uh, that we live on. So you got to be careful about the environment when you start all these crazy uh, environmental impacting uh, super uh, projects here, like putting an oil line halfway across the country. <laughs> that uh, that. Uh, have the potential to uh, do major uh, uh, major harm to uh, the uh, environment with all leaks, with uh, drilling through uh, all kinds of uh, uh, territory there and, you know, got all kinds of issues. How is that going to impact on the environment? We've got to take our time and look at it. But yeah, I'm for doing some of that uh some of that work just to move all from Canada down to the lower forty eights. We need that. We need to become energy uh independent. We just about is. We ain't been pouring that much uh for a long time. Uh, for the first time in a long time, y'all. We get more oil from right here in this country than we're importing. We're producing more energy right here in the United States than we are uh importing. That's good. That's good because we uh, we're in a position now where we don't have to depend on the Middle East, which should uh, cut down on our uh, footprint in that area. That those folks, 
sort that stuff out uh, for themselves. Now, we have to provide some kind of assistance, look like, because we did go there and <laughs> interject ourselves right into that uh, thing after 9-11. Uh, so so I, I don't know. But, but yeah, we should be uh, looking to uh, reduce our footprint in that area as much as we can, yeah, because that, you know, those folks been going at it for 2,000 years over there. They've been going at that thing for 2,000 years over there, yeah. I don't know, but uh, huh. that Ariel Sharon, the last caller was just uh, referring to him. He passed old 85. I didn't realize he had been in a coma. For some eight years, you know, he was just about to uh, get that two-state uh, thing settled over there. He had, had a change of heart on uh, his heart land and was working with the Palestinians to uh, develop a separate state. And it was talking about giving back uh, land that uh, Israel had occupied in that, uh, I guess, was, what, 1967 war that he had. Check all the land off the. But anyway, yeah, he he had a stroke. Been in a coma for the last eight years. Huh? I. Wow. John Kerry, our new Secretary of State, he's working his heart off. He's working his behind off, uh, trying to jumpstart that. Uh, that peace process again, because really, I believe that might be the key to the whole uh, unrest over there, really, is that uh, Israeli-Palestinian thing, see if we can, see if they can uh, come together on some kind of two-state solution where both of those folks got a separate state, or a separate homeland, but the second point is always going to be Jerusalem. The city of Jerusalem is, is an open city should be always remain an open city to, for everybody. Uh, and that's going to be a, uh, a real tricky uh, uh, nut to crack, what happened to the city of uh, David. first Christian Crusades, when they went back over there in 1099, y'all found that uh, the city of Jew, uh, of Jerusalem, everybody was living there in peace. The Muslim, the Christians, the Jews, everybody was living in that city in peace. The Christians hadn't been over there in 600 years, y'all. They went over there and burnt the city down. Come on, they were protecting somebody. They wanted them burnt the city down, and kill all the Muslims and half the Jews. <laughs> hey, y'all, I'm just saying, they wanted them cut it to place. That the Christian Crusades, y'all, y'all remember the story? Y'all check your history out. The first one, I think it was like three of them, three major uh, Christian Crusades from Europe going back to uh, the Holy Land, starting in 1099 was the first one, I believe. Richard around uh <laughs> Richard uh, the Lionheart, uh he uh went on one of them. I think he was about the third one, it's kinda of fizzled out, or maybe it was the second one. But I traced my uh 
the slave owners that owned my uh, ancestors, that, that chairman family that uh, landed here in this country in like 1756, I believe it was, they, uh, I traced their history back to uh, the Christian Crusades. That Cameron Scottish clan uh, was uh, uh, involved in uh, the Christian Crusades. The first one, <laughs> I traced them back to the first Christian Crusades, uh, through, uh, and, and then uh, through uh, Richard the Landhawk. I think it was two of them. They, they became part of the Templar Knights. Y'all heard of the Templar Knights? The Masons uh, uh, evolved out of that, uh, out of the Templar Knights. When they, hey, that Scottish clan that uh, <clears> owned <throat> my people here in this <clears throat> country, they, uh, a lot of them was Masons. They had, uh, they had a hookup, and they, they came in buying slaves. They, they came in with some uh, <clears throat> some means, y'all. They came in with some means when they landed. They, uh, but, yeah, <clears throat> just a fascinating history. Theirs is I was more interested in my history, but you can't, uh, you can't uh, learn anything about your history here in this country if you're American or African descent to trace your history through slavery without tracing your uh, enslavers history the more you know about your former enslavers the better uh, perspective you'll have on uh, your own uh, your own history that's what I found yeah I got a really good uh, uh, the more I researched <clears throat> my book Racism and Hate uh, delving back into my, uh, my family's history here in Georgia wow I went all Stepped into all kinds of places that I never dreamed that I I never dreamt of uh, going back to uh, my great great grandfather's uh, master to his grave, <laughs> forgiving him for uh, uh, enslaving my great great uh, granddad and his family. Went to his grave uh, tombstone down in Troop County, still down in Troop County. Uh, Today, oh, he died in 1840. Got his Master uh, James Cameron's headstone right there, along with his spouse, Miss Sarah. Headstones is right there. Today, I never thought I'd find or get back to that point in my family's history, uh, to that graveyard. I, you know, I had no intentions of. Uh, Going there when I started my uh, when I started my research on this book, I guess you know 2007, I guess it was. Yeah, pretty much when I well, it was a little after I started my first book, but something like 2005 years or so. I've been working on this thing, I guess. 2008, I guess I started on it. Started on the other one, say 2007, 2008, about five years. But yeah, it led me to. Uh, <clears throat> to this uh, church, this church that my people <clears throat> helped build back in the 1830s, back when they were slaves, back where, as far as I can find, uh, was converted to Christianity. That church, I, I, I located it, yeah, to the <laughs> 
I located it. And uh, I, I wound found myself uh, out there in the graveyard talking to the tombstones, y'all, trying to make sense of it all. I felt my great-great-granddad's spirit right there with me. I felt his spirit right there in that graveyard with me. <laughs> y'all don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, yeah, my grand, my great-great-granddaddy, Dan, Daniel, he was right there with me, y'all. I don't know if I could have made it without him either. Because <laughs> the husband was getting uh, a little edgy uh, uh Standing there in that graveyard, yeah. I was getting a little edgy standing there. He told me to hold on. Everything was all right. One thing, one curious thing uh, about that graveyard and that uh, encounter, I didn't really sense any uh, racism coming from that grave. My old master's grave. I didn't, didn't sense any racism coming from there. You know? I, that thing took me in and tripped me out. That took me in a... I'm getting uneasy standing up here, but I didn't sense any racism coming from uh, the old master there. Well, where did the racism come from? In, this, in the state here. Where did, if, if it wasn't from uh, the person here that owned my great-great-granddad, me, that's me, my great-great-granddad is me, I got his white clothes on today. If there was no racism there, <clears throat> where did the racism come from, yeah? Because by the time I came in the world in eight, uh, 1945, <laughs> by the time I came in the world in 1945, some hundred years after this guy died, Racism was so uh, rampant you could taste it in the area here in Georgia. Racism that got so rampant and ingrained into the society in a hundred years that you could taste it in the air. Okay, so it wasn't there. It wasn't there in 1840 when this guy died. Racism was not being projected out of that uh, graveyard out of this guy right here. Now, society around it, perhaps. We discuss it in my book. I break it down. I, you know, racism, uh, uh, this man-induced, this Anglo-Saxon fulfilling prophecy of racism uh, was put in place for a reason. Yeah? It, it was put in place for a reason. Yeah. in order to form some law and order in this uh, antebellum society, uh, they used racism as uh, a key component of that uh, law and order. Yeah. Hey, this thing get heavier. Hey, <clears throat> this thing get heavier. They used racism as a key component of that heron Brock democracy that they had in place here uh, in the South. <clears throat> it worked fairly well. For a long time, I mean, as far as keeping some semblance of uh, law and order. I mean, yeah, you had in the old antebellum society, you had uh, 
class system and you had a caste system all working uh, together there. The class uh, stretching over uh, uh, the white community from rich to poor. And then below the rich to poor whites, you had a caste of uh, black folk. <laughs> they they below. Oh, that caste uh, of blacks are below the class of whites. The lowest class whites was above the highest caste member. <laughs> yes, the lowest class white was socially superior to the highest caste of black. That house, uh, a, a, a boy, <laughs> he was subservient to the lowest class uh, of poor white out there in society. Uh, he was subservient to that guy, socially. So, so yeah, they put that thing in place and uh, society went along fairly well. They convinced the poor whites, the aristocrats, uh, convinced the poor whites that uh, these black slaves that was inferior folks. You ain't got to worry about them. They're inferior to you. You're superior to them because you're socially equal to me. You're socially equal to me. You can vote. You can own land. You you can do. <laughs> oh, you can have my money. Now you got to stay poor. <laughs> You poor, you poor white folks got to stay poor. But you technically, you might be able to sneak around and uh, marry my daughter. <laughs> it's going to take some doing, but you can work your way there, too. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, the poor whites, they bought in this. Wow, we ain't got it so bad. We ain't got no money, but we better than these uh Sub uh, citizens over here. These folks ain't got no vote. They ain't they property. They can be bought and sold. We can be bought and sold here. So we, wow, we got a lot to be thankful. Y'all think we got a lot to be? Uh, we better than these people. These people are just a step above the farm animals. There, we better than them. We superior to them. We yeah, they got to cause us, sir, and. Uh, we can kill them, beat them. They can't sue us. Got to call us Mr. Yes, sir. No, no, sir. So we, 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 we got, we, we, we ain't too bad off here. And the poor white though. So yeah, yeah, they going to say, wow, this thing ain't too bad. This harem uh democracy that we live in here. We ain't going to get rich. <laughs> but we ain't going to be no slave either. <laughs> this is poor whites, uh, y'all, talking. That thing was engraved in them over uh, some generations with the uh, Willie Lynch, uh, <laughs> uh, with the Willie Lynch uh, practice in place of them uh, stripping uh, the Africans of their... Uh, culture over a period of generations. I mean, they were just about lost by the time the Civil War came around in 1861. They were, those folks were just about illiterate. Well, in fact, 95% of them was illiterate. 
Well, they did all the work. They weren't dumb people. They were just illiterate uh, as far as uh, the English society, Anglo-Saxon society was concerned. Yeah, they shut them out at that time. They, about, they kept them completely alienated from uh, the uh, white society. Yeah, it was in, yeah, by the time the Civil War was over, they thought they had that induced uh, fulfilling prophecy of racism had succeeded. They uh, really thought that uh, they had created a, a bunch of inferior humans here. Oh, that thing came tumbling down when they allowed <laughs> the blacks to learn how to read and write. Oh, yeah, but then 15, 20 years after the Civil War, blacks were reading and writing and you can see right at the end, well, by 1880, you had, uh, 1881, you had Booker T. Washington starting up Tuskegee Institute down there. Oh, no, they had, uh, <laughs> they had put us in a trick by then. Oh, yeah. While we was re- while we was learning to read and write, and the white folks picked that up right away, say, uh, while we was reading and writing, they had to uh, <laughs> do some other things to uh, 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 keep us down. Oh, and they did. And so these folks ain't going to, they dumb. All, uh, we got we got to put these laws in in place to keep them in their place, and that's what they did. So we got to put these separate laws in, separate equal laws in, to keep those folks in their place, separated out of our society here, separate equal laws. And that's what they did. They kept us out of entire society here, yeah, economically or what? On an equal basis, that that capital uh, equation, that uh, that capitalism <coughs> that uh, works so well, <laughs> works so well for the uh, southern states uh, in the economy. While uh, before the Civil War, uh, had to be. Uh, had to be uh, controlled some kind of way after the Civil War. You talk about all these freed uh, black folks. we got to control the labor cost of it because, remember, they are no longer part of that uh, capital in that equation. They're no longer part of the capital. They are they're all about the labor. They are all about the labor. and has nothing to do with the capital anymore. They are out there uh, <laughs> uh, blowing in the wind. They are out there blowing in the wind on their own, on the labor side of that uh, capitalism uh, thing. We got to control that at all costs. We got to control the labor uh, labor uh, 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 is where uh, the profit is made. You control the labor cost. You control the bottom line. They set out to do that. They did that. They controlled the labor cost of uh, the freed uh, ex-slaves. They controlled their labor uh, costs for the next 90 years, some hundred years after that. They clamped down on it and didn't allow it to ever, they didn't allow it to ever uh, be equal with uh, the labor of the rest of uh, the society. It couldn't be. They couldn't allow that. First of all, they took away. They took away all economic uh, 
all the economic avenues that the freed uh, uh, ex-slaves uh, had uh, before they uh, could uh, uh, acquire uh, 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 wealth to uh, sustain themselves uh, independently in the society when they gutted the uh, Southern Homestead Act, uh, returning over 40 million acres of property to the government that should have went to uh, the newly freed uh, ex-slaves. The Southern Homestead Act of 1866, setting aside 46 million acres in five southern states, should have went to uh, the ex-slaves and a lot of poor whites. That what poor whites were excluded from uh, that property. I mean, primarily designed for uh, giving the ex-slaves some land to uh, some economic uh, um, footing to uh, try to assimilate uh, uh, into the new society with uh, some equity, some equity in it, some land, some real estate. You know, when the Israelites came out of Egypt, they were those folks were promised land. That land's the only thing the man upstairs got to give away on this earth, you know. It's, you know, it's Christ's spirit. Everybody's got his Christ's spirit. They're born with his Christ's spirit within them. The only thing he got physically to give away to man on this earth is land. And man's reality. It's the only thing he got to give away is land. He don't deal with anything else. That in his spirit. I mean, he put that in you before you were born, before you. Before you entered your mother's stomach, you had uh, his Christ spirit in you. So, yeah. Hey, y'all. <laughs> we we really enjoyed the, uh, you all tonight. My Facebook friends, uh, watch out for my book. We're going to have it posted out there within the next week or so. Racism and Hate in American Reality. That's going to do it for us, y'all, this evening. Come back and see us next week, January uh, 18th. Hey, uh, until then, y'all, y'all uh, be good. You got me in the Hushmo here. The Hushmo Black Forum, advocated on your behalf by covering news and events affecting the African-American community. Check us out at the Hushmo Black Forum, www.blogtalkradio.com. <laughs>